Hello and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I'm Stacy Fleece here with my co-host Samantha Tradilius. Uh, Samantha, today is a big day for Inspired. Mm-hmm. I mean, every day is a big day for Inspired, but this, this is a big, big one. But this is this is a big deal because today is officially the day that we go intercontinental with this podcast because there are amazing women doing amazing things beyond the confines of North America where we have settled in for the last few years. So I'm, I'm super excited. Like it's, it's a big deal. Major big deal. And this one's fun. This was going to be a good time. I can already feel it. Um, And so let's just get in, let's get into it. Yeah. I'm feeling good time today. We have with us today, Michelle Levers from the UK who is the founder of the Female Business Mentor, among other, founder of other things. And Michelle, um, you are one that fucking walks the walk because you (laughs) walked it, but like you have personally been through bullshit and back. And that, I love this, love this, love this. So first of all, thank you for being here with us. Oh, thank you for having me. I feel honored that I'm your first international guest. It's brilliant. it, it is brilliant. And it's, and it's super- also interesting that bullshit follows women all over the world, not just here in the US of A. Yeah, we're, we're all dealing with the same bullshit. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> it's okay. non-discriminatory, isn't it? Bullshit. <laughs> That's right. So you um, you have this business, the Female Business Mentor, which is great. And, and, um, what I, and I do want to back this up a little bit because part of being a mentor... I think being a mentor that has street cred is somebody, like I said, who's been through the bullshit, who's like Mm -hmm. been neck deep in the quicksand, who's Mm -hmm. had to do the shitty things that nobody wants to talk about outside their front door and Mm -hmm. brought themselves back. So you, you have done that. And I, and I don't think I'm speaking out of turn when I say like you, you as a family, you got, you guys kind of hit rock bottom. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, for example, the the past 12 months have probably been worse than that, Um, worse than the initial start, because I I started um, my product business about eight years ago. Um, But kind of go back a little bit, I, um, so I left school with like, only GCSEs, like, I don't know what the equivalent is, over where you guys are but it's literally I was 16 and then that's when I left um so like then, no university no 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 like literally I think I got like three or something like that and then like a the equivalent like you take yeah, a test, yeah. test out of high school and you're done yeah yeah literally that was it um I didn't really have a clue kind of what I was going to do but my my home life had been pretty shitty as well if I'm honest there was a lot of alcohol in the household um I was bullied all the time at school and things like that and like I had no confidence um and I actually got diagnosed around that time with PTSD because of the things that had happened um but it was only really in that situation. I didn't really think much of it. And then I ended up meeting my husband. We fell pregnant. Like I was only 17, had our daughter at 18, and just kind of stayed at home in like my little family bubble, if that makes sense. Um, I decided to homeschool her. Um, and I was quite happy in my four walls because I didn't really have like the outside world like giving me shit if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So I felt quite safe. 
Um, but then about about eight, nine years ago, um, like everything got turned upside down. Um, my husband had an accident and then suffered a brain injury. Um, and then everything just went to shit, to be honest with you. Like we were at food banks. We had no money. I didn't know what we were going to do. Um, it was a really tough time. Um, so then because I had no experience, like I had no further education, I had no business experience. Um, it, it was just a case of like day by day, like we, we'd make like little games with the kids where we'd like search around the house for like pennies as, as like a, like made it into a game for them to take to, I don't know if you guys have it, but you can take like a load of change to like a big supermarket and then they can change it into like a coupon for you. Mm -hmm. So then you can, you know go ahead and buy something there um and we could only really afford like pasta pasta sauce and that was it um but then in one of the food bank parcels there was a tiny little body lotion and I remember locking myself in the bathroom and like rubbing it on my arms and being like oh my god you know I felt like a real person again it was just the feeling that it gave me kind of like lifted my spirits and and I felt like a human. Um, and it was from that moment that I vowed, I was like, you know what, no matter what happens in the future, I want to bring this particular feeling to as many people as I can. But obviously, you know, it was a long time before we could do it. But then I just started slowly, slowly working on it um, and then got the keys to my high street shop three 2019 it was yeah so it was almost it was like a full circle situation but I didn't think we were going to come out of it and and we did which I love that's one of the stories you told me when you and I first met and I was like this woman's amazing because not only do you have your mentoring part of you but you've also got your your brick and mortar your store so let's talk about what it is you're selling um for <laughs> our listeners because they they need to know about your products because they're great well, it's it's basically bath and body care products. Um, I had the store, but then um, 12 months ago, I closed it because I wanted to move the kids um, over to the coast and then be by the sea. Because obviously with having, with having a shop, you're kind of there like every single day. It's taken a lot of time out. Like I homeschooled the kids, which was, which was great. So they could come with me, but I just knew that I wanted a bit more balance. I mean, I hate that word because everyone uses it and everyone's like balance this, balance that, but it's, that's a, bullshit, it's a bullshit word. Balance, yes. doesn't balance doesn't exist. Let, let's just throw that let's out. Just but anyway, move it. Yeah. You, you wanted mm -hmm. to try to pretend you had balance. Let's go there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's what I wanted. So I moved the business um, solely online. But then <laughs> six weeks later, I ended up having a freak accident. I was taking a box um, into another shop to send because I've got like wholesalers across the so I've got some in Germany, some where you guys are. Um, and I was taking the box in and I fell backwards and I twisted my ankle, like knackered my back. And then the box fell on me. And then I was like, shit, what am I going to do now? Like, because I had all of these like pop up events booked for over Christmas, like to recuperate some of the money that I'd be losing, like from the high street shop, because you, you can rake it in over Christmas, to be honest with you. Um and I didn't know what I was going to do. And then I started having, then I started having seizures, like all the time, like the stress I was having, constant seizures. I was like, 
I was like incontinent sometimes in front of the kids. And then I started getting terrible anxiety where I couldn't leave the house. And then I ended up having a breakdown at the start of this year. Um, and if, if I'm telling the complete truth, I didn't want to live because I thought that by being so anxious all the time, having had the accident, losing all of my income, I thought everyone would be better off if I wasn't here. So I'd written a list of everything that needed to be done. I'd written a list of like everything that needed to be paid. I'd like put it in an envelope. I had it to the side. I'd spoke, I'd, well, I hadn't spoken to them, but I'd found out from my insurance company because I've got life insurance that they pay out in the event of suicide. So, so I'd planned, I'd like, I'd planned the day, like it was done. I, I felt like in my mind that was the right thing to do. But what I didn't know was it was because I wasn't well. Like my PTSD that was unresolved, if you like, from when I was 16, as a result of everything that happened in such a short space of time, had returned. And that was what was causing the seizures. And it turns out that I have um, functional dissociative seizures, which kind of come on in times of stress and when things get too much. So I've been having, I, I spoke to my husband um, and he, like, I told him, like, of my plans. Like, obviously, he was completely horrified. So he got me down to the doctors, and then we got a plan in place. And then I felt like a massive weight had been lifted. Um, and then a friend of mine, I hadn't really spoken to anybody at all, but then a friend of mine texted me, and she was like, how are you doing? And you know when someone asks you that question, when big things have happened, it's so easy to just say, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Like, everything's great. That's the answer um, we all expect. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. It's almost like a, it, it's almost like not a real question. But then when you answer it for real, yeah. people are like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, I didn't, I didn't even know, like, what words to say, because I couldn't, I couldn't start from the beginning. So I was just like, you know, I'm taking a bit of a break. And she was like, do you know what you should do? You should mentor. She said, use your experience that you you've had like the ups and downs and you know the shits and troughs of business that you've had so far and help other people and I swear to god it like lit something inside me I felt like do you know what yes this is like totally me I really want to do this so then I poured all of that like negative shitty energy into building a website um and I've just, it's just gone from there, to be honest with you. And I started it in March this year. And I, I wish I'd have found it 10 years ago. Like, the feeling that I get when I work with women and see those, like, light bulb moments in them. And they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I can do this. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's the most magical thing. Like, I feel like, aside from my kids and my husband, I feel like this saved my life. Okay, so you're the most magical thing. And when we started our chat before we start recording, we always tell our guests, like, listen, we swear, we cry, we laugh. And I would like to thank you for in the first uh like 12 minutes, I've cried, I've laughed, and I've sweat. Um, so you know what? You're getting the whole the whole gamut. Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I love so much about you is I love your transparency and I love that that deep dark place that you went to birthed something that is so moving and so, you know, 
it, it just, it's like a flower that's bloomed and now it's oh. shining others and others can pick the petals and take what they need because you know whether you're in the UK or in California or in Hawaii or wherever like women everywhere are going through similar types of struggles and can hear your story yeah. and can go oh my gosh like I can get to the other side yeah there is definitely. another side and it's not easy but like we can work mm -hmm. together to get through this work and this this tough stuff Definitely. You, um, you honestly, you wouldn't not have been able to create this business without having gone through the struggles, not only business wise, but personally and being yeah. in those dark places. You know, we forget sometimes when we um, sometimes can get so isolated, even as entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. right? We can get so isolated and you can get to a really dark place yeah. um, that that really has so much impact beyond just the next sale or the next consulting or whatever yeah. it is. And, and, you know, I think your point um, where you said that you felt uh, dehumanized almost in yeah. those struggles, um, we forget that exists, but your, your mm -hmm. company wouldn't be here today if you hadn't gone through that. So you talk about in your mentoring, um, having an honest approach to entrepreneurship. What, mm -hmm. Explain that a little bit. What do you mean by an honest approach? I think it just means I, you do see a lot of people and they they kind of project this, you know, I've made seven figures, I've made six figures and you can do the same. From, from the place that I'm coming from, it's not about the financial reward. I mean, yes, sometimes it's brilliant, but I think women women need to to hear the truth and i think the truth is you know business isn't straightforward all these most successful people that you see that i can guarantee you they have faced struggles they face challenges in order to get to where they are because every single time that you fall down whether that's in your personal life or your business journey use it as an opportunity to learn or use it as an opportunity to educate other people or help other people along the way like the the saying leave the ladder down is something that I just live by because I just think it's important to be honest and not not be so unapproachable to somebody else because if someone's going to come to me and and I'm telling them yes you will be successful if you follow x y and z I will tell them look this is the mistake that I made don't do the same, do it this way instead. I want to be the person that I would have liked to have talked to at the beginning of my journey and to kind of hold my hand along the way because it's lonely and it really can be if you don't find like the community of people that you need. Owning a business, as we say, is like a consistent failure. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then you get the boat. But like when you start, man, you don't know what the you're doing none of us <laughs> no. do all right none of us know what's up and I think yeah. it's it's really easy a lot of times to fall down and not get back up and be like okay mm -hmm. screw it I'm not going to do this those of us that get up and dust our knees or or go find the answers to the questions we don't know the answers to are the ones that you know we understand that it's a constant you know building block and one foot in front yeah. of the other and I think for a lot of women knowing that you know, they've got a person there that can help them, you know, get where they want to go. A lot of people don't know that those 
people like you exist or they don't feel like they should call contact or get in touch yeah. with those people. And I think that's a real roadblock for a lot of people. Like if they just didn't mm-hmm. seek out a mentor, you know, in the, in the space that they want to get into, I think it would, would help a lot of, and get rid of some of the brain damage. I mean, I have no problem asking for advice or question, but it took yeah. me a long time to get there. Like I was always the girl that's like, no, 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 no. I want to figure it all out on my own and be that person. And then when you get older, you're like, no, I'd rather, I'd rather have somebody who's already done it. Tell me what the smart thing to do is here. Definitely. And I think with women as well, I think we carry so much more when it comes to being business owners, because more often than not, we're we're not just the business owner, you know, we're a mom, we're a wife, we're a sister, we're a carer, we're a granddaughter, you know, there's so many other roles that are impacting the way that our businesses are moving, because we have so many other responsibilities. And it's about, it's not just about supporting women for me in their businesses. It's about giving them that person outside of their family that they can talk to, you know, somebody that understands because I've been in business and somebody that understands because I've also been all of these other like caring hats or, you know, in, in whatever capacity, because a lot of people don't have that. And like you said, Samantha, we take so much on our shoulders and we convince ourselves that we can do it all, but we can't. We a hundred percent. Yeah. And, and, and your mo- the model you set up, I think is perfect for women entrepreneurs because it's not just, Hey, sign up for my coaching. Here's my six month program, right? Mm-hmm. It is, you, you actually have everything from what you call a power hour. Like, give me a call and pick my fucking brain for an hour. Like, let's, <laughs> let's break down this one little cube for an hour. Um, all the way, everything in between to a six month program, if you want yeah. that. But it's, it's very, um, it's kind of meet them where they are. So how did you come up with the idea to, to have sort of these different levels? Because that's not something we normally see from a typical business coach, mentor type person. Oh, is it not? Okay, I didn't realise, to be honest, when I first set it up, I thought about the kind of thing that I would like to find, if that makes sense. So I thought to myself that there's going to be some women in business that that are maybe like experiencing a bit of a dip and just need a bit of confidence or um, something short term, whereas we can work together and like format a plan. Because a lot of the times we have so many ideas in our head, it's difficult to kind of rein them in and focus on them. So if you're creating a plan in maybe one of the one hour sessions or two two hour sessions, what I like to do is separate them. So have the first hour, if you're going for the two hour sessions, come up with a plan, some things to focus on, meet back up again for the second session, just to give that end to end support. But then for my ladies who who feel like they need a bit more support, it's, it's kind of a constant for them because a lot can change for, for all of us in like all of our lives in three or six months. But it's about having that person on the end of the phone. Like, because all my ladies get my WhatsApp number and then we're WhatsApping at like, you know, midnight sometimes because I know that business and your life never stops. So I'm as available for them as they are for me, you know, because I, I think they help me just as much as I help them. Which is what I love because it's simply a business that you're getting out as much as you're, you're giving it, you're getting in as much as you're giving out, which is not the case many times, 
But I also really appreciate the fact that you are meeting people where they are. And maybe someone can commit to a six or three month, but maybe they can't. And they yes. just do need. And it's it's an approachable way to getting the information that so many of us seek at different times and it not being such a huge financial, like overwhelming. Cause that's, I think a lot of times why people don't go talk to people or seek out assistance because it's, it's so unaffordable. And a lot of times when you're starting your business, you don't have a lot of capital to invest in these different things because you're, you're putting all your money in your business. Definitely. And, and, and that's another reason why I've done it that way is because I've been there and and I know that finances can go from zero to however much in, in like the blink of an eye. And I know that people's circumstances change. So I want to, it to be for everybody, not just people who have got loads of money. I want everybody to be able to access the, the support if, if they want it. And then because you didn't have enough on your plate, much like us, your out of COVID baby came mm-hmm. a podcast. Yes. Uh, he can project born out of COVID, mm-hmm. much like inspired. But tell us a little bit about that because I know that's a that's a fun one for you. Yeah, I absolutely love it. So that so that actually started because because I had my high street shop and then I closed it. Um, dur- had to close it during COVID. I I didn't. I was really crap on like Instagram and all social medias and I knew no other like women in business like properly. So I thought I'll set up a Zoom support group and then more and more amazing women started coming every week and they kept saying, you know, I'm really looking forward to Wednesday. And they were like, it was it was like a highlight for them. So I was like, shit, these are incredible people. It was helping me combat the loneliness in business, but then it was helping them as well. Um, and then I kept hearing their stories and I was like geez we need to talk about this Um, and then my husband said you know do a chat show do a podcast and I was like well I have no clue how to do it like I thought it was like techie tech stuff and I'm rubbish when it comes to that but I just kind of did like a google search and I just thought screw it I'll do it but like it's grown and I've like I've interviewed like celebrities and women who have got MBEs and charity founders and makeup artists actors and act it's just Samantha it's just been amazing honestly I just love it I just love to hear other women's stories I just think it's so inspiring it totally is and it's it's so cool to get to bring I mean we we can speak to this because we're in the same seat it is so (laughs) awesome to bring people like you you know to to our audiences or just you know to be able to tell your story in in a different way your way um and to be able to provide that platform as you as you know that feeling because we have that feeling too I mean that's why we keep doing it right and we still like high level we don't know what the fuck we're doing we're almost (laughs) at five thousand downloads and have interviewed almost 200 women so i mean maybe we do know what we're doing i don't know (laughs) i think it's not about the tech though is it it's it's about the content that's what people listen to podcasts for and we you know we started it really because we like you felt just very out of touch we were isolated and covid and and knew so many amazing women doing super cool things and thought, let's just, let's just talk about this. And if nobody yeah. listens, it'll still be fun for us. And, you know, here we both are three years later, still going, mm-hmm. which is super mm-hmm. cool. Um, okay. I know that everybody's path is unique and special, but I have to believe there are some um, 
common hurdles that mm-hmm. you have seen women hit? So if you could, if you could highlight one or two, what are the one or two things that women either don't think about, make a mistake on, or bring to you and go, I don't know what the fuck to do with this? Mm-hmm. I th- to be honest with you, a lot of the time it's not even about their business. It's not even about their the makeup of their business, the direction of their business. It always comes from them. It always comes from a place of, you know, I don't feel like I can do this or I don't feel confident in approaching this person. It There's is a lot of from out there, right? Yeah. Like I feel it every day, every single day. I'm like, what am I, what am I doing in this yeah. role? And like you sometimes get into a mindset where you're like, oh, God, if I don't feel like I know what I'm doing, then how is somebody going to believe in me, buy from me, trust in me? I think that's why it's so important to just be yourself, because there's no one else out there like you. So you're already onto a winner because you've already got something that that nobody else has. Or you know, it'd be like me who's unapologetically myself all day <laughs> long, showing up just like this in all things. But I do think there's something to be said about being your true authentic self, because most people are so caught up in being what everybody wants them to, to be yeah. or showing what they want to show online as their, you know, their persona. And in reality, maybe their life's a freaking disaster behind the scenes. So I think being real, yeah. being honest, being transparent those are the things that I think so many of us seek and so many of us should just embrace. Um, but I do think there's something absolutely to be said about us as women being our own worst enemy because we're too hard on ourselves or we're too caught up in the society, you know, constraints of what it is that we're supposed to be fucking doing. And at the mm-hmm. same time, nobody even knows what, what that means to begin with. So exactly. thank you for, for being a voice and helping women navigate those waters because they are uncharted and they are rocky and bumpy. Uh, Michelle, um, tell us where our guests can find you. What is your website? How do we listen to your podcast? How do we find more of you? Okay. So my website is all the W's dot the female business mentor.com. Um, same on Instagram, the female business mentor. No, it's not dot com on Instagram, is it? The female business mentor on Instagram. Um, and the podcast, so it's on like I don't want to list them because I'll get them all wrong, but most of the podcast platforms, if you search yes and then capital letters for she, S H E, can project. I love it. And we all know that you can. Because you have shown us what a woman can go through and what a woman is able to come out of and head and help other women get to the place that they want to be. So thanks for making us cry. Thanks for making (laughs) us laugh. Thanks for giving us a little bit of that UK spice that we all seek in our (laughs) life. Everybody else this week, I hope you hear this message loud and clear. And I hope that you are inspired.